Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse, and today I have somebody who is so near and dear to my heart. I know you are going to love her, and she is going to give you lots of amazing information. So without further ado, her name is Ann Tucker. She is the creator of Business Energetics and the Authentic Expression Test transmitter of the nine angelic frequency series and a channel for angelic wisdom. Her work is designed to help you see and understand your creative purpose and to express it through your work so that you not only feel fulfilled, seen, and appreciated, but you also unlock the success you're capable of. Anne is helping to redefine business for a spiritual age where the work we do becomes a conscious pathway to your own spiritual development. Good morning, Anne. Good morning, Ellen. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. Oh, I am so delighted to have you here, especially on this really difficult day that we're all living through and into. Yes. So, first, I want to say, Let's all take a deep breath and really begin to ground ourselves in our feet because the gifts that Anne has are so deep and wise. And I just want you to really open yourself to that because I think what Anne will bring to you is some calm and some hope. But before we get there, Anne, I want to know, were you born and you were an open channel? How did this happen? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I was no, curious. <laughs> no, not at all. I think like a lot of people that are interested in our world, mm -hmm. um, I knew from childhood that I was super drawn to all things that whispered or mentioned anything psychic. You know mm. what I mean? I was like, like drawn, but there wasn't really very much information available. There, there was mm -hmm. no input. There was nowhere I could learn about it. I always felt that I was psychic, but I didn't know how to access that. I would have these little glimmers of, oh, did I know that in advance? That kind of thing, you know, mm. as a kid and growing mm. up, things like I would drop my keys. And as I drew them, I knew I was going to drop my keys, things like that. You know mm. what I mean? But it, yeah, I had no real awareness of I was asleep. And then as I went through life, 
I, you know, had difficult circumstances, difficult marriage that where I really like turned off my third eye. And Mm. and I was, I would say I was very asleep and I was Mm. really distanced from my emotion. You know, we all come in and receive the conditioning that we need to help us ground on the planet. And Mm. I got my fair share. And my way of coping with that was to really, when things got hard, I left my body. You know what I mean? Uh, I was, I was gone. mm. So I was detached and I was not at all in balance. And it took me going through my awakening and that started coming in fast and furious. You know, there was a lot, like I said, lots of little funny experiences where I would cut, oh, look at that, Mm -hmm. that happened. But the first one that really kicked me in the rear was I had a dream. And in that dream, I was in a marriage at the time. I was married. Mm -hmm. I thought I was married forever. You know what I mean? That was my thought. Mm -hmm. And that was my intention at the time. But in the dream, I'm walking up a hill at a park I'd never been to. On my left was a man who was not my husband, but who I knew was my partner, but his face was buzzed out. Oh, my. And in front of me were two children that I knew I had like parental feelings about because Mm. I was going to chase after them. They were running up to the play structure. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure they're okay. But they were not my two children. They were other kids. And then on my right was this woman with dark, curly, short hair sitting at a picnic table, eating a sandwich with a bike leaned against the table. So very specific. Mm. And there was something about this dream. And I woke up and I'm like, I told like five people about this dream. Mm. They're so weird. Like, what was this? It just really got me for some reason. And five years later, I'm completely divorced. I'm dating a new guy. Like life has moved on. I've forgotten all about this dream. And then the guy I was dating comes and he has, he's up visiting with his two kids. And he says, let's go to this park I found. And we're walking up the hill and he's on my left and his two kids are in front of us. And the woman with the sandwich and the hair, I mean, exact like what I saw. And I, you know, stopped in my tracks, like, okay. And then as I got free of some of the stuff that I was coping with and dealing with, all of a sudden, like stuff started happening around my healing modality, but I didn't understand it. And that's how so Mm. much of it happens. Things happen and we put the pieces together as we go. So I had this sort of the next really big undeniable thing was I was at a event and I met a friend and on the way back, I I was home Mm. and I thought of her, she popped into my mind. And then all of a sudden I was inside of her body. I was looking out through her eyes and I could see what she could see. And I was saw she was on a plane. I could see she was watching a TV. I could see the actor who was on the TV screen. Then I saw her look to her right. And I saw her looking at this woman's shoes. Wow. And so I texted her. I'm like, are you on a plane? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what was that? And two hours later, she replies back, like, how did you know, you know? Wow. And yeah, so and stuff like that. Start, and I, then I started testing it, doing it on purpose and figuring. Right. And turns out that was part of my healing modality that I move into. I used to would move into another person's body and then the angels would move in through me. And that was how hmm. I would do the healing. But anyway, so it's just stuff started happening. And then I became a full-blown healer. I was healing, you know, I had a full practice and right. was healing full time. And I left the world, the corporate world that I'd been a part of for so long. Hmm. And, and I thought that was it. I thought, oh, I'm a healer. This is what I do, you know? Right, right. And then I noticed I would go into meditation all the, and it was, it happened. I maybe at this point, it was maybe, it was a long time ago at this point, hmm. but I would go into meditation and all of a sudden, and I was used to the angels coming in or what I thought at the time was my guides. I didn't understand it was angels. Hmm. Uh, they used to come in through the back, but I would be sitting in meditation and I would feel this intense pressure on my forehead and my chest. Hmm. And so hard. It was such a strong pressure. I literally could not breathe. I'd be <gasps> Whoa. like, it was, it was a physical, every time I went into meditation, I would be like, okay, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Cause it was Whoa. intense. And I kept saying to my guides, like, 
guys, come in. Like, what's the deal? Why are you? Like, I, thought someone, I know. I thought one of my guys was trying to sit on my lap. I'm like, what? If you want to get in, just come in. Like, what's the deal? I just, I couldn't figure it out. And I went on like this for six months, you know, what? every time. Yeah. Every time I would go to meditate, I'd be like, you know? yeah, so now, wait a minute. Weren't you petrified? You are so interesting to me. Were you scared? <laughs> Not at all, because I I knew they were trying to connect. It was a puzzle. It was a mystery. You know what I mean? Like, okay, what is happening? And then I finally realized that it wasn't that they were trying to come in. They were trying to pull me up. Ah. That it was the G-forces. So once I understood that and I was like, oh, and then I went in and I released and I went into it. Boom. Then I was a channel. Wow. Yeah. And it just was me not getting it. Like, call me thick. But I did not understand. <laughs> well, they could have given you a few extra messages along the way. Right, right. It would have been helpful. I know. Well, <laughs> I was a clairvoyant channel. And so I would get clairsentience. I would know things. I would see things. And so there wasn't, I didn't have the words like I do now. Mm. So in terms of them trying to communicate what was happening, it was like, yeah. So in any case, but I finally got, finally got it. And then, yeah, now here we are. <laughs> and so today... How would you explain your channeling? So the channeling, the way that it works now, when I first started doing it, and I had help along the way, by the way, everybody who is on this path knows that every healer Mm. has a healer. And I had my fair share of amazing mentors that helped me on my way that I'm so grateful to who helped me and who told me early on, hey, you're about to be a trans channel. I was like, oh, really? I don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really? So in any case. So now it's so when I first started out, I knew I had to go up, like I'd feel that pressure. And that's mm-hmm. how I knew they were kind of like docking, call it, you know, right? Like docking <laughs> with the spaceship. And then I would go up into it and I would go up as high, kind of as high as I could. Wow. And the pressure back then when I first started was it was literally like being at the bottom of a swimming pool where that the pressure yes. is just super intense. It was like that every time. Yes. Yeah. And it just took me a while to get used to the frequency. And it's interesting, actually, I have a series of free. They told me early on I was going to be channeling a series of nine frequencies, which were mm. meant to help people to step into their gifts. Mm. And when you look at those recordings, the first one was early on. And you could hear the difficulty I have in holding that energy for it's 90 minutes long. And you can hear oh, my voice wow. shake like yeah. it was hard, you know? Yeah. And nowadays I still feel when they connect, I still feel the difference in the mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. It's not painful like it used to be. Oh, thank goodness. So, but you yeah. are so brave. I mean, so brave because <laughs> when I went through my whole awakening, for lack of a better word, yeah. I'm not crazy about that work. But oh my gosh, and I'm kicking and screaming. I mean, it was like, no, I wanted nothing to do with this. So you are so good. So let me ask you this. Do you think everybody has the ability to connect with angels? Oh, for sure. Everyone can connect. Like not everybody is meant to be a trance channel or like everyone has their their own higher self connection. Everyone Mm -hmm. can connect with their higher self and channel in that way. We all have that ability. And everybody has a guardian angel and we can all connect with that guardian angel in different ways. And so some people might just be aware of their presence or feel them. They give you messages, right? Like before I knew, I remember one time, like earlier in my awakening, when I, like, I knew you could get signs and I was going through a hard time and I asked for a feather and I was in a hotel at the time I was at this retreat. Yes. I, I came out of the hotel room and there in the hallway on the doorstep in the indoor hallway was a white mm. feather, single feather right at my doorstep. Oh, you know, so yeah, they can do that. They can, you know, you can communicate in a lot of ways. So what are, as a very simple, basic, if we're just starting with people who feel like, you know, 
I would love to believe that I have a guardian angel, but I don't. What would be a simple way that they could say, try to connect with their guardian angel? You know, I think because I am very evidence based. As a matter of fact, when I first started channeling the Mm -hmm. my guides and angels would they knew that about me. And so they Mm -hmm. would do things so that I would believe what I was receiving. So, for example, like when I first was because I was was very clairvoyant in the beginning. And so they would use that so that I would start out a meditation and I would see something and it would be like a non sequitur, like a thing that didn't exist or a thing -hmm. that that was weird, like like a big statue of Poseidon. I would see Poseidon oh, holding a trident <laughs> and then I would go out in the world that day or the next day. And the place I was going would have an eight foot statue of Poseidon holding like wow. in front of it. So it would be like, and it was over and over again. So they would, they'll give you, if you need proof, mm. if you really need proof, sometimes yeah. they'll give you proof. So, so an easy thing to do is to say, okay, I would ask like one time I was doing the same thing. I'm like, I want to be sure you guys are there. So right. I would like to see, I'm driving on the freeway. What is something that I will have that is absolutely, I'm most likely not going to run into on a freeway. And I said, show me something because you don't usually see orange cars. I'm like, show me something orange. Oh, and I'm driving on the freeway. Yeah. Because right. I'm like, what would be hard? And I'm driving along. And I, the minute I think it, and the minute I say it out loud, I come down, I'm driving along an overpass. I get to the bottom and there at the bottom of the overpass on the side is a leftover orange construction cone, a single orange Oh cone. my goodness. Yeah. Almost, and here's the creepy thing. It was almost before I could say it. And mm. it was so fast that I was like, wait a minute, did that count? Because I hadn't quite, <laughs> I had got it, but I hadn't quite said it yet. So do you know what I mean? We get, right. we just trip over ourselves, but they were on it. So ask for a sign. And it's amazing. And then when you get it, you won't believe it, but trust it. <laughs> That's all I can say. And I would add, write it down because yeah, when you go back and like you said, you go back and you look at what you channeled, it's yeah. amazing in hindsight, <laughs> what you see and what you hear. And Agreed. is there any easy, simple way that people can connect with their higher self, which is different than their guardian self? Yeah, Because I think a lot of people, especially right now, when people are feeling really uncertain and there's a great amount of uncertainty, yeah. is they want something. It's like, oh, give me something to connect with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I was first learning to channel, and it is a process of learning, right? It's a mm-hmm. skill set that you acquire over time and you gather skills and you become better and better. It's like opening your mind to channeling. And one of the most accessible things, so if you were first learning to channel, one of the things you might always come back to when you get lost as you're channeling is you're like, you're in a flow and you're getting stuff and you have an idea and it's coming and then all of a sudden it's gone. So then you come back, like coming back to center is okay. Come back to qualities, come back to feeling. Mm. And so if you're trying, that is easiest. That's by far the easiest thing to channel is feelings. So if you want to connect with your higher self, a, a way to do it, is an easy way to don't go in there saying like, give me specific information about lottery numbers. Like that's really hard. (laughs) Like that's like a, you know, an Olympic level dive. So so instead say, no, give me a feeling. Mm. So, and just sit with yourself and be open to a sensation or like an emotion that comes out of nowhere. And Mm. it might be a a lovely feeling. And that's frequently, that's how my angels will still speak to me is I'll connect with them. And I just get this infusion of joy, like bubbles, you know, through my system. So if you allow that, if you open to that, it's a really wonderful way. And it's one of the easiest ways I think to connect is through feeling. Oh, I'd love that. So I know a lot of people have asked me this question and I laugh about it because I think our guys have a very good sense of humor. 
But people often ask, and I'm going to ask you this, well, since you're a channel, is your life just so easy and perfect and you don't have any of your own issues since you're having this guidance? (laughs) Yeah, not really. (laughs) I know. You know, it's a funny thing. Like, here's the thing is that if we were, if any of us were perfectly healed and had had worked through all of our junk, we would be one with source, right? We would have reunited with source. So the fact that we are embodied means we have junk. (laughs) And it doesn't matter how advanced of a soul we are, we have to, in order to reincarnate, even in this time when so many of us have volunteered to come back Mm -hmm. and to help out, there's many people here who have graduated from the earth school and have gone on to do other things in the spirit realm and -hmm. have chosen to come back in order to help in this time. And that's, I'm sure going to be the majority of your listeners. And, but even so, even though we're on the spirit realm, it doesn't mean that we're perfect. So as we come in, we attach, we have to attach karma to ourselves in order to anchor here, in order to be here. So the people who have come back that sometimes have the hardest lives, because it's the only way that we can weigh ourselves down in order to stay here. You know, we got to put on something weighty. We got to put on some junk, you know? (laughs) To keep us here. So yeah, I still have healing that comes up. I can say that I've gotten clearer and clearer Mm -hmm. that these days I experience so much less friction in my life, Mm. but there is still stuff like, and it'll be like, I'll watch it in my dreams and I'll go through long periods where my dreams are very constructive, where it's like, here's what you can do in your work. And here's how you can help this person. And here's Mm. how like they're very, but then, then I'll open up a new little can of worms and they'll be like, okay, let's work on this now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think as long long as we're here on the earth plane, we're going to be working through stuff because that's what we came here to do. For sure. Like I totally agree with you. Like even for those of us who feel like we're here in service, Mm -hmm. that is true. But the number one reason we're all here is for ourselves is to grow, is to become a better self. Yeah. To become lighter and brighter are such an opportunity, right? To be here. Yes. Because the outpicturing that we get here it's unlike any other place. So we can see the contrast is the yes. word I'm looking yes. for. Yes, you're so and right. Yeah, so the contrast that I speak about is the dark and the light, the things that are in contrast to one another. So we get to say, oh no, I don't like this. So what's <laughs> the contrast to that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And right now, today we're getting to see contrast. We have war and then What we want is peace. Yes, for sure. So we're seeing that. So I know because I come almost every week to listen that new channel weekly. So have you been getting messages about this time? And then I know you're going to do, you know, a unique session for today. But have you been getting messages coming up to this time about what's going on? Yes, it started, I want to say almost, was it almost a year and a half or two years ago? Year, I'm not, I lose track of time, yeah. but it was the first, like when they first started talking about it, the way it first happened is my regular angels came in and they said they were going to introduce me to another angel who wanted to share some information with me. Mm-hmm. And they showed me the other angel and it was clearly another angel, but it was a slightly different color. I could tell it was like, here's my regular angels. And then mm-hmm. here's the other angel. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I channeled, that angel came through. And the first thing he said is, "We, I, well, I'm going to share some information with you. And it's very important that you communicate it. We are, I want to tell you this and you have to share it. And it's other people are going to benefit. It's going to basically like, you need to share this because people need this in order to be safe and well. Mm-hmm. So it was, and I've never heard the angels say like, there's never been like a do it or else, you know what right, I mean? But right, it's right. very much like, if you do this, it will save people. That was the vibe for sure. 
it's very rare that they take a stand like that in my experience. So in any case, they started then and it was right into there's going to be an earth rift and there's going Mm. to be, I mean, all this stuff and a lot of it, some of the stuff has already come true. Yeah, And that has been, it's one thing when they were, and and I'll tell you, when I first got the information, when they first started, this stuff started coming Mm. through, I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? I thought this is not, because I'm not, I don't have that kind of, you know, mind that goes to the disaster. No, it's not how, so I was like, where is this coming from? And why am I getting these messages? Mm. And I sat on them for three, four months. I didn't share them. Yeah, because it was it just felt like, boy, am I going to beat now? It's bad enough that I'm like, yeah, I'm a healer, and I'm lying, and I, you know what I mean. I talk to angels, you know. It's like bad enough. <laughs> now I have to be that girl, you know, exactly. what I mean? the conspiracy girl, the girl that's got the crazy theories, mm, you know. Jeez. Mm. So yeah, so it was a lot to stomach, and I was like, okay, it took some getting courage. It really did. But yeah, so anyways, I know I did the right thing in sharing it Mm -hmm. and it's been hard. Some people don't want to hear it and I respect that if that is their choice. But for a lot of people, I believe it has been very helpful. And I believe a lot of people have taken, I mean, like really the angels, when they talk about it, it's always with love. Mm -hmm. It's always with, and they never tell us that they don't go into the gory details. They tell us, hey, here's, you know, the kind of events that could be happening. And here's what you knew you need to do. Like Mm -hmm. put on hand, get some cash from the bank. Do so like, here's the kind of stuff you can do to feel safe. And I mean, and I think like you were saying, what is the hope in this? Yes. Yes. And I think always they have been clear that we are heading into, this is just a passageway and it's, it is an emptying that is, I go back to that all the time, this idea that before we can reach a higher vibration, we have to release energy from our system. We have to, all of our energy right now is being taken up with the reality as we know it. And we can't move to a higher vibration until we free some energy up by unraveling some of this current reality. And that unraveling of energy creates chaos. And it's like, you know, it's like digging out your closet. If you're cleaning out your closet, the process is messy, right? Right, You've got clothes everywhere and it's a disaster. Mm. But then you've got space for something new. And that's, that is, and it's a process. So I am understanding we're going to be going through a process a messy process and getting rid of stuff can be painful. And we know that, but we will get through it. And then it will be amazing what comes later. Right. So for all of you who just heard what Anne said and what the angels have said, what I want you to hold is that we will get through this. And on the other side of this is so much more light from what I have been seeing, but it's going to take a little while. It's not going to happen overnight. And I think a lot of us have a lot to learn through this experience. Yeah. So are the angels up for talking with us now today? Sure. They'd be happy to. Oh, great. (laughs) They love it when they get to speak. So let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So do you mind if I ground us before we begin? Oh, please do. Okay. All right. So go ahead and drop down through your tailbone, a nice thick root that goes down through the floor and down into the ground and follow it down with your mind as it grows deeper and deeper into the earth, down where it's dark and cool, extending longer and longer. And follow it down all the way to the very, very center of the earth. And when it reaches that center point, 
Feel that root sprout and anchor itself in. And as it does, feel as it's pulling slightly, as it becomes taut. And feel that tautness going all the way at the root. And then all the way up your spine, anchoring you securely to the earth. All right. I'd like to ask the angels to please help me to be a clear channel of information and healing as appropriate for Ellen and her listeners, for our highest and best good. And please help them to receive that healing and information. Thank you. Hello, Ellen. We are with you now. We are around you, surrounding you. We are on all sides. We are welcome. We say hello. We wish to speak of many things. You are wondering, and we would combine your inquiry to our conversation. Would you like to start? Sure. So there are many events transpiring, as you know, on the earth plane right now that are very negative going on in Ukraine. And we'd love to know, is there a big picture that you can offer us? And what is the outcome of this time so that we can all learn from what's going on? This period of antagonism, this reign of fractionalization, yes, this disparagement of Ukraine, it does surmise, surmise, there will come a time shortly now when conflict will subside, that energy dissipates temporarily. Yes, Russia will prevail. They will take on Ukraine as their own. And this will come, yes, yes, Sanctions will be given, yes, economic constraints and violence, non-physical kind. But this erupting energy, yes, this transfer of violence of one upon another, this friction does spread the energy, dear. There is more within this event than comes to mind with its instigation. There is yet unveiling the energy does transport the minds of others. There is a confluence of sorts, more spreading of this kind. The energy of China does rise. It sees in the possibility, the opening, a portal. Mm. But before this does arrive, there is a lessening of influence by the United States herself. She must settle. She must settle. And there is energy here that develops. And you will see in time, yes, this constriction and refinement, a spreading, a rising and falling, a tidal wave of conflict that moves and separates and creates factions and separations. And this is coming. 
But there will, through this experience of separation, pull apart the energies that hold you down. For there is friction in the earth herself. There's Mm. friction that comes to mind for you all, where you are held in captivity within the binds of how things are now. And this separation that comes, the release of things as they have been, it happens in the mind. Yes, you see the physical expression, but the mental construct Hmm. must devolve. And this happens with the lessening of your grip upon expectation of what is now and what has been. And this unfurling of experience, it comes, it feels as though there is darkness at the helm. But in truth, all is in the light of our God. And we choose that name with your permission, for it is how she speaks our channel. Please use your own name. The light is all the same. But there is in this time the opportunity of mind to clear yourself in advance of these comings, to make yourself clear of mind, to see the opening of what is past, to let go release that to which you tether, to be allowing in this transformation, to be in flow, to release that which you hold on to tightly, to be and allow the coming of what is new. But there will be times erupting, yes, erupting consequences of this dishevelment will be felt by all. But at the same time, we bring to mind a lightness to your being. There is a change within and you will see and feel us more daily. Mm -hmm. And this energy infusion does carry yourselves. So have faith, dears. You are well with our blessing. Do you have another question? There a way for people to hold hope even through this period of time. Do you see that there will be a time where things will ease? Hope must be held as an individual measure for the collective does reform the generative nature of this energy. It comes from beneath the earth herself expressing her turmoil. Mm. It is generative. The expulsion, the expression of what has been held below does create the necessity for growth. This is generative in nature. You are growing through this experience. It changes you all. Mm -hmm. And you must feel within this the pulse of your own self, of your love, of your being. Know yourself moving through, yes, with positivity, moving through this experience, understanding it is a passage. This is not a permanence, a loss of all things. No, indeed. It is a building, a growing, a graduation, Mm. and it is necessary. So feel the culmination of this time, not as loss. But as a trajectory moving forward, Hmm. notice as things peel away and fall that you are moving beyond them and they fall because you are no longer supporting them and moving into new blessings. Hmm. By holding your own self, offering within the olive branch of love for your own self, 
not stand apart from feeling, but embrace it, acknowledge it, honor it, be at peace with yourself. Be at peace with your own feeling and let this radiate from your being. And this will influence the others, the collective, and allow us to move through this more gently. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming and being with us today. You are welcome. We are honored. It is our privilege. We say goodbye. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Mm. This is such a big time. And I think that, you know, for all of us, it's time. It's an invitation to go even deep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's not an easy time in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think it really helps to have the perspective, you know, to understand it won't be forever. And they have given us some very practical understandings of what we can do to feel more peaceful. You know, in terms of, you know, not going crazy, not getting, not going into full on prepper mode, but (laughs) you know what I mean? And they have said that it's not like we're not going to have anything. It's just that we won't have all things. So if if there's something you're really attached to, well, get some extra of that. (laughs) Right, 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 right. And we're already experiencing that when you go to the store these days. That's exactly right. Nothing is guaranteed. It's okay. You might find something new, which is wonderful on the other side of that. You know, the other thing is that the, another piece of this that I think is really beautiful is mm. I think it opens up the opportunity for us to help each other. And oh, for us absolutely. Find, right. Yes. And for, to find that, how do we meet our needs locally by forming community and connection with other people? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful message. And thank you so much for coming today. I think this is just perfect. And for those of you who are listening, I will see you next week. Bye now. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.